Hello, and welcome to our podcast, Ephesians Verse by Verse, brought to you by co-founder of Telios, Dr. William Stewart. This captivating podcast will not only teach you the book of Ephesians, which tells us so much about Christ and his mission, as well as our Christian walk, but it will teach you how to study the Bible so you can have confidence in what you learn. Episodes will provide key points for each important verse of the book of Ephesians. Thanks for joining us on this exciting biblical journey. Hello again, welcome back. I'm William Stewart, co-founder of Teleos. We're going through the book of Ephesians. Great book, tells us so much about Christ, what he did in bringing us salvation and the Christian walk. We're in chapter three where Paul's discussing his ministry and he's doing this in the context of building uh, in a sense of history of the church from salvation in chapter one. Uh, the reconciliation or the the benefits of salvation in chapter one, how salvation occurs practically at the beginning of chapter two, the reconciliation work of Christ to bring Jews and Gentiles together and that new single person of both of them reconciling them to God. Then he talks about the structure, the spiritual structure of the church at the end of chapter two, and in chapter three is really what he's imparting to the church in terms of knowledge, which is his ministry and, and preaching the gospel. Uh, so we've learned that he is there uh, to fill up what was lacking in the gospels in terms of knowledge about how Christians should live, which we read in the apostolic epistles, Romans to Revelation three. And then he talks about that he is made a minister to the Gentiles by God's grace, and that he's the least of the uh, least of all Christians because he persecuted the church of God, which is the implication here, and caused many Christians to suffer. And God only saved him through his power, through much grace, uh, to be a minister. So we're in verses um, uh, nine and ten today. So. It says, and to make all see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the world hath been hid in God, who created all things by Jesus Christ. Verse 10, to the intent that now the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known by the church, the manifold wisdom of God. So he brought the gospel. That's part of his mission. But then in verse 9, he says he wants to make all see what is the fellowship of the mystery. <clears throat> Otherwise, what the fellowship word here is koinonia in the original Greek. Uh, we fellowship around God's word and Jesus Christ and what we know about them. Uh, primarily, we may have may watch a football game together or have a church supper, but we're also primarily our fellowship is around the common things that we have in Jesus Christ, our salvation, our Christian walk, the knowledge of scripture. So of the mystery, again, here's this word mysterion in the Greek, something not known that was revealed. So most recently in context, what was not known before the epistles was the church, that the church would come into being. So that's probably what he means here, that we now having the gospel can all Jews and Gentiles fellowship together uh, in this mystery, in the church, as one man reconciled to God 
by the grace of Christ, by faith alone, as it says in chapter 2. Now, mystery might be the whole coming of Christ, and we know it's used this way in the New Testament as well. Mystery, again, is something that was not known prior to Christ's first coming, but was known afterwards in, in how it's used in Scripture. So, um, this then, uh, we fellowship in the mystery, <clears throat> which was hid from the beginning of the world. So, it was a mystery revealed, <coughs> excuse me, <clears throat> by Christ <clears throat> and Paul by his first coming and Paul afterwards in explaining the meaning of Christ's first coming to save our souls and how we are to live as Christians. And then uh, he finishes verse 9 by saying all things were made by Christ. So we know that all the way back to Genesis 1-1, where we are created the heavens and the earth, the text says, probably meaning the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. We know from Colossians 1, 16 and 18, 16 through 18, very strongly, Christ made all things, and all things are sustained in him, also from the first three verses in Hebrews. So the common theme of Scripture, Christ just isn't doing nothing right now. He's sustaining the earth, and he made the earth. So why does he do this in verse 10? Well, it's to make known to all powers in the heavens of, that, of, of his wisdom, his varied wisdom. So who are these principalities uh, and powers in the heavenly places? Well, these words are very general in Greek, so they don't really help us. What powers in the scriptures do we know exist in the heavenly places? Well, it's the um, uh, angels and perhaps several other creatures mentioned in the uh, book of Revelation. So it's to make known to them uh, the... Uh, his wisdom. Could it be demons or, or Satan? Why well, they don't typically hang out in heavenly places, though Christ does appear in heaven in the book of Job, the first. We knew that they, the demons in Christ fell from heaven. So he's probably pointing to uh, good powers here. Why would they want to know the wisdom of God? Well, we're not sure. Um, <clears throat> so they would be encouraged. So they would know God's plan. So God would receive the glory and praise that he deserves for his plan of salvation. And we know from Ephesians 1, that was part of the intent of bringing salvation by grace through Christ, that he would receive praise and glory. So it might be all those things. Maybe there's something I'm missing, but I think it's at least the last one to the praise and the glory of Christ. Okay, thanks for joining me today. We'll continue on, we'll wrap up this section on Paul's ministry uh, the next few times, and then we'll get into Paul's second model prayer in the last portion of the chapter. The first was uh, in the last half of chapter one. These are wonderful prayers that we can pray for each other and for ourselves. Thanks for joining me today. I'll look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of Ephesians Verse by Verse. We hope you found Dr. Stewart's teachings both interesting and informative. Join us next time for another exciting episode in Ephesians. To listen to all episodes, please visit our website, teliosresearch.com, T-E-L-E-I-O-S, 
R E S E A R C H. Thank you.